on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, Joe and I are going to be talking, well, we're going to briefly mention more Vince McMahon news, but we're tired of this bullshit and uh, we don't really care anymore. Mostly Joe doesn't care anymore because uh, we've been talking about it for more than three weeks or we've talked about it more than three times. And then uh, uh, retro beer ratings this week, SummerSlam 1999. I thoroughly enjoyed watching this show. Yeah, it was it pretty was good. It was incredible, I thought. Uh, very good. And that's two in a row, two in a row for the retro pay-per-views. So I am very excited. I think WWF in this uh, era in 1999 is on an absolute tear. They're on a roll. I'm excited for the future. I forget which retro pay-per-view is next, but we are going to be talking about that one next week. And then the weekly recap. So we had NXT. Uh, they have the Heat Wave show next week. So a little bit before that. Raw and SmackDown. Well, I guess SmackDown was a sort of after show of SummerSlam. Uh, and then Raw was just back to normal this week. Had a few announcements there. And Dynamite. We had Quake at the Lake. Best name in the business for a show. Oh, hell yeah. Obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, not a whole lot else other than that. So, as always, you can follow us on Twitter. You ready for this, Joe? And Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. Boom. Ooh. Did it. I did that. So, yeah, you can do that now. Joe, are you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode, what, what, 69 Nice of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. This week is episode 69, not 68, despite me saying last week was episode 67. Uh, that was because I'm a big fucking idiot. True. And I can't count. Uh, last week was definitely episode 68. And Joe and I talked about it after we stopped recording. And uh, you know what? I just left it in, decided not to fix it when I was editing. And you know what? Who gives a shit? You know, people make mistakes, but it's episode 69. It's a big one. It's a big old 69. So I decided to start drinking about four or five hours ago. I've been um, drinking for about two hours. Nice, dude. But wine. Um, a wine. Oh, yeah. How are you feeling, bud? I haven't thrown up after just switching a beer, so that's cool. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Um, I've got some Terrapin beers. I know Chad used to talk about those a lot. So, you know, figured I'd figured I'd drink some of those this week. In memoriam. I got some big waves. Ooh, my fave. My favorite. 
big wave um one of the hottest takes i think i've had in my entire life one of the only beers that i think is better in a can and or bottle versus on draft and i say that specifically getting it on draft from its own brewery in kona at the kona brewery in hawaii so for those of you who think that i don't know what i'm talking about i quite literally had it from the source so go fuck yourselves so suck his butt (laughs) joe's words not mine but yeah suck my butt now they're my words speaking of sucking dylan's butt chad's still not here (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what either of those two things have anything to do with each other um (laughs) i thought you were gonna like refer to this whole uh Vince McMahon story that came out this week that I mentioned <laughs> that we were going to briefly mention in the intro. Um, another $5 million was found that Vince McMahon basically we're at the point where Vince McMahon paid like, what are we at? 15 or $20 million. Yeah. For pussy. That's is what he paid. He paid, he paid that much money for a little bit of a little bit of snatch, a little bit of the, no, never mind. you got me you got my ass i was so intrigued about what you were about to say and you didn't say shit that's that's true i did not say shit um but i think joe can agree with me here um we're just done with this shit and we don't care if the dude's fucking retired uh i don't care anymore yeah i was listening to a different wrestling podcast this week what yeah betrayal i know but uh one of the hosts of the show said he won't believe that Vince McMahon is actually retired until he sees a picture of Vince McMahon walking out with a brown box and a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull sticking out the ed- ends of it. And I was like, <laughs> that's funny. Like the one from his office? Yeah, we've seen it. Oh, like, like saying he's moved out of his office, basically? Yeah, saying that he's like, at, like showing that he actually left. Yeah, I could see that. It's like uh, the Coach K thing in college basketball where like he retired from coaching Duke basketball. But he won't move out of his office. Yeah. It's super weird. Um, I don't know. I don't really have anything else. The only other thing I had in my intro notes for like news for the week, in case we didn't have anything to talk about, was um, Leslie made me watch this movie this week, Joe. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was called Purple Hearts. Um, you and I are both in the military. Allegedly. It, allegedly. I got to say that for legal purposes. Uh, Because this could all be a dream, hopefully. Uh, She made me watch this movie. (laughs) It's it's called Purple Hearts. It's on Netflix. It's uh, basically about a false marriage where the woman, um, the the guy used the woman to get extra money because when you get married, you make more money in the military. And she used him to get health benefits because she had diabetes. (laughs) <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous it sounds like a good plan honestly it was it, it was absolutely a good plan until they got caught wait, I, wait. I, I don't i don't really understand why or how they got caught because i've never heard of anything like this happening it's uh, absurd for legal purposes i've also never heard of anything like that happening i actually haven't but wait i uh i know the ending of the movie what they actually fell in love Oh, absolutely. (laughs) 
Yeah, they actually fell in love and he still went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they'd get caught, honestly. It's super weird. Like, it's super weird. Like, um, I probably should have started with a spoiler alert there, but um, sorry for everyone who really wanted to watch that movie. Um, but yeah, he, he goes to jail. They profess their love for each other as the car is driving away and he's like yelling out the window and she's yelling at him or something like that and then it just fucking ends it sounds good it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> this is very cheesy uh it, it was also a marine movie so you know it was a little more oh that's how they got caught a little more uh, yeah because because he was so dumb signed the marriage certificate in crayon yeah for having a nice snack <laughs> a little peanut M&M snack. I was thinking crayon snack, but yeah, that's totally what I meant too. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um let's get into the retro beer ratings then. Uh SummerSlam 1999. Excellent show. As yeah. we as we said in the intro. Just absolutely wild. Um I I'm excited to talk about these signs because I have so many signs. Yes, so many signs. We should do two at a time because I have so many signs. Um, I will let you go first because we were texting before this and you said that you did not have. I said, I think I have 20 signs. I'm not going to count them, but it's a long list. But I'll let you start because you said you didn't think you had that many. I have signs. I just don't think I have 20. So I'll start with my first two, um, which were both in the the over overhead shot in the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. I got a big show is equal to fat bastard. Big slow. It was big slow. Oh, nice. Big slow. Uh, it's a big slow equals fat bastard. Yeah. Um. So I figured that. Was that a good one. I figured Austin Austin Powers. One of the Austin Powers movie had just come out around uh, summer of ninety nine. Yeah, I think I think the first one is the first one. Spy shagged me. Yes. Yeah, I think that's. I think that came out in ninety nine. Yeah, so that, that that was the first sign. And then the other sign is also movie related. It said, I see dead people in reference. Ooh, to, I'm assuming in reference to the sixth sense. All right. Um, do we want to go in order? I, I was we saw I was going in order or in order. OK, but you're, you're fine. I'll go in order then. Um, so you big slow was my first one. Uh, I'll go with my second and third one. Then my second one was Hogan is my great great grandpa. OK. Cause he's just old as shit, but not actually like he honestly, at this point, he wasn't actually that old. I think he was honestly in his late forties, early fifties here. Yeah. He was pretty young here. Yeah. Not old enough to be a great, great grandpa unless we won't get into that. Uh, and then my third sign was just ass. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> it just said ass. <laughs> All right. I got, uh, I got Ginzy ate my balls. Yep. I have that. no idea who Ginzi is, but nope, good on them. And then I had another one, which was just like uh, a bunch, like three, I, I guess three different people holding signs. The letters ICP, and I think it was across from the commentary table. So Jr. must have really been happy about this one because Jr. loves insane clown posse. I didn't write that one down, but <laughs> I think I saw that one. It was, it was. You said it was behind Jr. and King. I think it was across from them. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe I didn't see that one then crazy there's three different people holding up an ic and a p hmm yeah i honestly don't think i saw that one um all right so now we are on my fourth and fifth one um until uh, and then my sixth one was i see dead people um 
My next one was Elliot Blows Sheep. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Elliot, um, so, would love to have you on the show and uh, let you explain yourself here. Uh, and then the next one I had was Wash Me Down with Ivory, which... Oh, that's clever. That's a soap. It's a soap. It's also a woman's wrestler who was on the show and honestly kind of looked good. Not going to lie. Yeah. All right. My next, uh, my next two, which might be my next three, because I don't see any more on my sheet, but I'll, I'm probably missing something. I'll just, I'll just do three. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I got Minnesota likes it doggy style. And that came yep. out during the, the road dog promo. Uh, I got, I poop too much. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. That one was <laughs> tough not to see, but damn, was that a good sign? And then I had, I think it said rfvideo.com. Yeah. I have, so I have one I didn't write down, but there was definitely a sign that said, um, and I really wanted to like get into this on the show, but I couldn't, I could never, the sign was never up for long enough for me to see what it said. And I didn't want to like rewind and pause and do all that shit, but it definitely said like, it was it was near the that rfvideo.com sign and it said like nude women www.something.com and i wa- i wanted you to look just, that up in incognito mode no 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 i i wanted to to see if it was still a website because this is 1999 <laughs> or just like just like see what it was nowadays so i'll tell you rfvideo.com is still a website oh what's it do it's uh it's Hold on, let me look it up again. But uh, it was a wrestling website. Uh, and now it's like... Well, you say was. It, I it's, I, no, I it's, it still is. I, I just looked it up. It's purple. Okay. But like all of its stuff is about Battleship Championship Wrestling. Or, no idea. Like n- no like major wrestling company is advertised on this. But hmm. it's, uh, That's it's definitely a thing. And it's like been recently updated. I mean, right now, I, I don't know. This is probably the same video unless somebody else bought the domain. But it's it's with regards to wrestling. And it's copyright at the bottom of the page is from 2022. Wow. Crazy. We've been around for a long time. Yeah. All right. Um, I have a lot more. All right. So wait, what did, was that all you had? I said three at that point, right? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, one thing I want to say about the rfvideo.com sign is there was something on the other side of the sign and they kept on flipping it over to show the other side. But like 75% of the time that they showed that sign, they had it upside down because they didn't know which side of the sign they were showing. Or, or I think or I just got kept that on sign. It. I think I got let let me know if you hear it when I say the rest of these. All right. Okay. Um, so I'll just go in order. Um, I'm hard as the rock. <laughs> Um, Paul Bearer is sexy. This okay. is false. Um, I mean, that's Rob- your opinion. But- that's true. That is my opinion. But we can talk about that later in the main event. Um, Rocky's rim jobs. Uh, Sid is three inches. Uh, Booty Bandit, which I think was in that same area, but might not have been the one. Um, just a straight up kiss my balls with a Z. Balls with a Z. So they were they were hip in the times, spelling things with Z. Uh, Jericho is my mom. Oh, and then I wrote rfvideo.com. I didn't even realize I wrote that. Um, 
so right after Jericho is my mom, I saw China is my dad. You think was it the same person? No, they okay. were in completely different places. <laughs> but that's interesting that that we had the this the spawn of China and Jericho, but two different places. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna save my favorite one for last, so I'll skip. I'll skip over this one. Uh, two more before I get to that one. Beer and boobs. Just was boobs just, spelt B E W B S? No, just just like normal boobs. Two O's, but just a solid sign. You know, two things that I love. Yeah, I don't know about you, Joe. I think we could speak for all two of us when we say that beer and <laughs> boobs are both good. Um, and then I like pancakes. Was that a sign, or are you just? just uh, that was other. a sign. Oh, I that thought I thought we were talking about how beer, like we both <laughs> liked beer and boobs, and then you were like, also pancakes are pretty cool. <laughs> um, and then uh, bra- brace yourself for this one. This is my last one. Okay. Um, maybe maybe don't talk to uh, Bree about this one, but there was a sign that said Walter smokes crack. No, actually, that one makes sense. <laughs> Could this sign be referring to Bree's dog, Walter? What do you from... think? <laughs> Joe is holding him up on the camera and oh my God, absolutely looks like he smokes crack. Uh, yeah, we could. De- I, I will talk to Bree about this one and I could definitely believe it. Walter, even though, t- even though the sign was oh, 23 years ago and we, Walter is how old? We have no idea. He could be 24. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's lived so long. Yeah, because of the crack. The crack. I need to try crack. <laughs> Maybe I'll live a little longer. Maybe. I'm not condoning crack. I'm saying I should try it just once. You know, I'm willing to try anything once or twice. Um, but yeah, that was signs. <laughs> Let's get into the actual show. Um, Dude, I have so many quotes. Specifically really? during that's the all- Kane and X-Pac and show and taker match. That's great because I actually did not get a lot of quotes. Oh, wait. Um, uh, actually, the test and Shane. Oh, no. What was the kiss my ass match? That rock, was, and, rock and uh, ass, Mr. Ass. Yeah, I, that, that's where most of my quotes come from. Okay. Um, my first note is, holy shit, it's Chris Jericho. Yeah. Chris Jericho's here. He's in yeah. the World Wrestling Federation. The Lionheart Chris Jericho, and that's he's going to be Y two J. He's going to be a uh, big topic for tonight, probably. Mm, yeah, he made an appearance twice on this show, and was in the main event of Dynamite. Yeah, and I'll just say it now: really good match that I was not expecting to be really good. Yeah, last week I, I just listened to last week's episode today, and you, and you specifically said I have no high, I have no like no uh hype i guess for for next week's match i mean i mean i just haven't been impressed by chris jericho recently and by recently i mean like the last like year year and a half honestly like he can still have good matches but like he just he just doesn't do it anymore and this is me speaking like before watching dynamite this week but that (laughs) that was just like how what i was thinking like no it's it's what we talked about in the past with uh with triple h and some of the other older wrestlers where uh, when we'll talk more about it later, but where when you get older and you can't move as fast, you throw some hardcore into that or no DQ uh, yeah. rules in there, 
and it still looks like they're good wrestlers. Absolutely. But th- but then again, Chris Jericho did did do a lion salt during this match and some. Yeah, some I mean, we all know moves, how so. we all know how tough that's been for him in the last I don't know five years. <laughs> um, but the first match of this pay per view, Jeff Jarrett versus D'Lo Brown. Uh, so Jeff Jarrett made his entrance with Deborah. They're clearly not getting along and. My note said the puppies leave and return with D'Lo. Yeah. Now Deborah, Deborah came out with D'Lo. So yeah. what? What at the time seemed to be a big time face turn, even though she was already being cheered a lot. So I wasn't really going to consider that a big time face turn. Um, a lot of puppies chance. Really, that like the match was was so so up until the end, when some pretty crazy shit happened, Joe. Yeah. Um, so specifically the crazy poop that Dylan's talking about um <laughs> is Mark Henry, the father of David Henry, or whoever that guy we were talking about last week is. Also the father of a hand. Yeah. <laughs> and not actually the father of whoever I was talking about just now. Oh really? I thought you were being serious. Oh, I don't I don't actually know. It might be. <laughs> I don't I don't fucking know, actually. Uh, <laughs> I was just making, making that up. shit up. <laughs> I was making shit up. Yeah, that's what I do around here. Uh, yeah, so Mark Henry comes out, uh, and you know, obviously, D'Lo and Mark have been friends for a very long time at this point. Uh, and Mark Henry picks up J- Jeff Jarrett's guitar, and you think that he's going to hit Jeff Jarrett, and then boom, right in the back of the head to D'Lo Brown uh, goes the guitar that Mark Henry's holding which is an obvious heel turn. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett wins and becomes the intercontinent. No, European champion. I think it was for both, wasn't it? No. I don't remember, honestly. It's been a couple of days since I watched that match. Um, no, it was the European championship. Okay. Uh, I also just looked it up. Mark Henry, according to Wikipedia, which you can't lie on Wikipedia, does not have any children except a hand except the hand it would be really funny if wikipedia said that he was the father of the hand but <laughs> uh yeah also during this um when mark henry hit Dilo with the guitar uh jeff Jarrett's guitar and turned on him uh that was when deborah was distracting the referee and it turns out it was actually for all of that to happen and she sided ended up siding with jeff Jarrett and mark henry yeah and uh, i counted that as a heel turn well, both of them, really. You counted both of them as a heel turn? Yeah. My beer way. rating only has one heel turn. Cause, okay. Because Deborah turning back is just like, like in my opinion, that was like a... It made me think that uh, she's actually going to get booed now. Well, yeah. Because I mean, she but, did that. But she was hanging out with a heel, and then she goes out and comes back in with the face, and then turns out she was still on the side of Jeff Jarrett the entire time. So I was like saying, oh, she was just playing a trick, you know, so it wasn't necessarily a, a face or a heel turn. It was just a, I'm still I just, a heel. I just kind of thought like coming into the match, like they weren't getting along. She's getting cheered a bunch. And then she does this would make her get booed. And that's why I considered it. Well, yeah. so I gave this match two beers. I got I got two beers as well. Two beers and like a sip and a half, uh, like two sips. Yeah. So like even with the like double heel heel turns like it, the finisher beers were like barely anything here. Yeah. Um 
All right. So the next match was tag team turmoil to be the number one contenders for the WWF tag team championships. So the very first match that we had in this turmoil was Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys, aka the new brood at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um that was kind of weird and seeing the Hardys, I think I think this is the first time I've ever seen the Hardys like as a tag team being portrayed as heels. I I can't ever remember a time I've ever seen that. Um yeah, I I, I can't I me neither. Um I just opened Chad's email. Uh, that he sent us prior to his death. Um, and he had some signs that we didn't talk about. I just figured we'd talk about it. He had a D bra, D E tech B R a bra, Deborah. And I, that's oh. not, that one's not so funny, but yeah, it's not. Um, he, had a, he had a booty bandit and he had a Mr. Rash. I had booty bandit. Oh, he had a Mr. Rash and everything else we had. <laughs> he also had the sign that said ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we, we can move on from there. Um, yeah, so it looks like Chad from the grave or before he died. I don't know. It, I don't know. He watched this retro pay-per-view. Uh, so he has notes for this as well. Um, nothing on the first match that we didn't talk about. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Chad's notes as we go through. His notes say um, it was for the European and Intercontinental Championship. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Um, but back to tag team turmoil. This Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys, that was the best match in this tag team turmoil. It was incredible. Yeah, and it, it's the first of of an era, I guess, of of Edge and Christian versus the Hardys, because obviously there are a couple more pay-per-views that we're going to watch that that have this this uh oh, this matchup. Um, to include WrestleMania was, 17. Oh, right? yeah. And 16. Yeah. And 16. And, and SummerSlam Summer 2000. Year. Yep. Yeah. That also includes the Dudleys. But anyways, um, there was a crazy spot on like the one the one big spot out of this match that I thought was awesome was Jeff and Edge running on the barricade. Oh, yeah. On opposite sides from each other. And they were running toward the entrance ramp. Like one running from the left side, one running from the right side, and Edge jumps and spears Jeff out of the air. Fucking awesome spot. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just an awesome first match in this turmoil match. Edge and Christian advance. And then the next uh, the next duo was Viscera and Midian. Yeah. Because why not? Who won this one? Um, Edge and Christian. Yeah. On a spear. <laughs> um. Viscera is just too big. Viscera is super big and Midian's super bad. And so is Viscera. Like Viscera is just too he's just too fat to be a wrestler. Like, I don't know. That I, I think I can say that as a fat person, but that's just me. It is it is kind of also mean. Uh, because I think I'm pretty sure Viscera is dead, but he is. We talked about that. Yeah. So there's that. Um after that was Draws and Prince Albert, because also, why not? Why wouldn't they be a team? Um, and then Draws in- is not is not dead right now, by the way. Okay. Not I not paralyzed. Albert. We 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 had previously talked about how how we hadn't seen Draws in a while, and we thought that Draws might have been paralyzed at this point because if you remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But uh 
it turns out Draws is not paralyzed at this point, and now we have to figure out when Draws gets paralyzed again. Probably soon, I would assume. Yeah, because we had thought it was during that, uh, whatever that boxing thing was. The Brawl for All. Brawl for All, yeah. Which got brought back this week, sort of. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that at all. But um, but yeah, my, my note for this one was Albert is too hairy. Albert is Prince Albert was very hairy. Um, so my first note, viscera being too big, Edge and Christian win, and then Albert's too hairy. Yeah. And once again, Edge and Christian win. That's the only note. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we had our, our first actual match since the the first match of the tag team turmoil, which was the Acolytes versus Edge and Christian. Yeah. And th- so- this was good. Yeah, I I enjoyed this part as well. The acolytes they they got really cocky with their pin attempts. They do like the one foot on the guy and uh, like I don't know flexing spot, but it, it, it they were just doing a bunch of cocky pins throughout, and then like the really weird thing happens. Like I think they probably screwed this up, but like during the match, during this portion of the match, like the the Holly cousins come out oh too early right yeah like way too early and i think it was like a big fuck up but they come out they're just like at the the side of the ring while the match is still going on yeah and they're supposed to be the next ones in tag team turmoil um but the acolytes actually win because jbl hits a clothesline from hell and edge and christian are out of tag team turmoil Mm -hmm. so kind of rough yeah and then we had hardcore holly and his cousin crash holly oh i thought it was buddy holly no i think that's uh that's someone that's a else weezer, that's a weezer song yeah and a person i don't know who it is buddy holly but i don't know who that is <laughs> i'm saying like you know when you say someone's name and you're like i don't know who that is no i, I know i know who everyone is oh he's a okay. he's a singer from like i don't know the 50s or something well excuse me for not knowing who that is what <laughs> He was one of the ones that died in that plane crash. The big three. Well, That's you right. could be right. You probably don't know what I'm talking about. I also, I, I, I know about the plane crash, but I don't know who died in it. So maybe I don't the big, know about the, the big crash. bopper, Buddy Holly, and someone else. I think. I don't know. Uh, Van something. Van Halen. Morrison. Van, Van Wilder. Van Morrison. Maybe. Um, Anyways, I'm gonna Google it, but you can keep talking. Um, the Hollies, they couldn't get along in this match. It was it was kind of a clusterfuck for them. Uh, they just kept like blind tagging each other in, trying to like one up each other. And it was eventually their downfall. And the Acolytes, they win uh, after the, the Hollies just implode, which sounds like it was normal at this point. Um, but I got four and a half beers for this. Yeah, I, I also got four and a half beers. I originally started like taking... Because I, I guess I didn't pick up on the fact that it was a tag team turmoil match, even though it, they had mentioned it that, it, that it was like basically a, uh, I don't, um, I can't think of the word right now. My brain doesn't work a lot of the time. But yeah, I, I thought that I didn't, during the first match, I didn't realize that there were going to be several matches after that. Um, so I was taking individual scores for each match. And then I was like, wait, this is stupid. But yeah. Yeah, very stupid. Um, Chad, it seems like he didn't have anything else that we haven't talked about. He got four and a quarter beers. So classic Chad there. Yeah. Holly Valens and Richardson 
I don't know who Richardson is. Sorry. I'm just talking. Um, so the next small segment before we get into the actual segment, um, Al Snow, he talks to a Chihuahua now named Pepper. Yeah. Which we can get into during his match because right after this was a Road Dog and Chris Jericho promo that honestly I thought was super cringy and just not good. Um no, it wasn't very good. There were some there were some funny moments. Um but yeah. Um so Road Dog's out there and Chris Jericho comes out and they just keep on talking to each other and uh Road Dog is in the middle of the ring and he's at the at the end of their little dispute of uh of I'm better than you I'm better than you blah blah blah. He says I'm almost scared to say this because I'm afraid you'll take me up on it, but suck it. <laughs> and he does the DX thing. Yeah. Uh, he didn't take him up on it, though, by the way. No, no. he's not on pay-per-view. And then after that... might have that, been a different pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait and see. After that, Road Dog joined the commentary team for the next match. and But before the match actually started, uh, Jerry Lawler was talking shit to Road Dog, and he, he said to Road Dog, you have more extensions than AT&T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so getting into that next match it was for the hardcore championship we had Al Snow versus Big Boss man. Al Snow made his entrance and decided to climb on top of like this crane thing that was by the entrance ramp and just kind of wait for Big Boss man to walk out so that he could jump on him and I don't know make make a little pounce and it kind of worked and the match just never went into the ring. And no, not at all. They went backstage. There was an incredibly like disgusting. Um, I don't remember who, but somebody. I think Al Snow got thrown through a like glass window in a vending machine yeah. spot. Yeah, and then they kept on dancing gnarly. right around that, like the glass. You know. Mm-hmm. And then the fight gets taken outside of wherever they were I, oh minnesota which is surprising because we've never seen that in a hardcore title match before where it actually goes outside never. never but honestly i think up to this point we've never seen them go across the street and just go inside of a bar uh, a wrestling bar they were all they were all watching SummerSlam at that bar yeah they were doing a little a little watch party um so they made their way inside this bar called blues alley i did some research Joe, you want to make a make a guess on how Blues Alley is doing this day these days? I'm gonna guess it's closed. It's been closed for a very long time, like at least since 2004, is what I could find. <laughs> I would so like this the the fact that they're doing a watch party aside. I would really like to find a bar where they actually do watch parties for wrestling pay per views. Absolutely, I would love that. That'd be fucking sick. Yes. Absolutely. If, if you if you are a bar and you listen to the show and you watch and you have watch parties for wrestling pay-per-views or premium live events, as they call them nowadays, um, we would love an invite. So or just, I, you know, like, let us know that you're doing it. And we'll just I, crash I, it. I actually forgot to tell you, um, you and Chad before Chad, unfortunately, pa- passed away. Um I went into a a wing place up here in Norfolk where like 
I saw that they had different different flavors for their wings, right? And on one part of the menu, they had tag teams. Um, so it had rubs and and sauces. So it was rubbed and sauced. Um, and what were the names? There was Redragon. Whoa! And and that's, that's the like, one I that's the one I ordered, and I was current. like, yeah, that's the one I ordered, and I was like, yeah. Uh, I'm ordering this like in my brain. I said, I'm ordering this because Redragon is a tag team. And I didn't even notice like, like for whatever reason, I didn't even put the parallel that the name of the section of the menu was tag teams. And also Redragon was a tag team. I was like, yeah, I'm doing this because I really like that tag team. And then like later, it just clicked in my mind to look at the other flavors. And it was stuff like Harlem Heat, uh, uh, The Outsiders stuff like that so there there like there was current tag teams and older tag teams and i was yeah. like oh this is like actually named after wrestling teams that's why redragon's there so i i asked i was like are you guys showing SummerSlam on saturday and they're like what and i was like fuck i was like it's a wrestling pay-per-view and they're like no we don't we don't do that here and i was like really excited and then just brought down super fucking hard it's like uh, dude, like the, uh, like all the tag teams in your menu though. Yeah, the owners obviously watch wrestling, but they don't make the rest of the restaurant watch wrestling pay per views. Yeah, they just know they would lose a bunch of. Uh, the new day was on there. Ooh, but yeah, so so like the fact that Re- Redragon was on there is like wow, they're WWE and AEW fans. So I was yeah, like, that's they, they got to be really big wrestling fans, and nothing from that. But I thought I had finally found a bar where I could watch wrestling. So what were the red dragon um wings like? Uh they were pretty good. They were it was like a Korean barbecue sauce with Ooh, like a mango that. or like a mango habanero sauce with a Korean barbecue r- spice on top of it. It was pretty good. I love that. Love that for you. Except that um, they didn't show wrestling, so I still don't yeah, have that bar. <laughs> hate hate that. Hate that for you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they, they eventually get inside this bar and that's where the match ends. Um, snow, Al snow, there was a couple funny spots in the bar where Al snow tries to feed big boss man, a urinal cake, um, road dog eventually interferes. Like he, it was really weird during this match. Like he did like commentary oh, next through to the them entire the whole thing. Time. Yeah. He just followed the match and yeah. th- several times throughout the match. He's like, actually, I'm really glad that I'm not in this match. Yeah. It was super weird. Um, and then Al Snow gets the pin on top of a pool table. Uh, and then after the match, the Al Snow just randomly attacks the BWO, like the Blue Meanie and Stevie Richards. Yeah, that was weird. Super weird. Didn't understand that. Um, I also was like half listening at that point because I'm just watching for drinks at that point and uh, was, yeah, like, like I said, half listening because quotes at that point kind of don't matter uh but this got four and a half beers yeah um i had a quote from after them it was like a segment between this match and the next match it was mankind invest or uh, jesse ventura backstage and mankind says don't you think geraldine for ferrara was un- underrated as a candidate and jesse ventura says she might have been she might have been, but she's a bleeding heart liberal. And I was like, oh, WWE never gets political. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> hearing that. I remember hearing him like saying like something, something liberal. And I was like, oh, damn it. I wish I kind of like actually listened to that. But yeah. most of the, they had a bunch of backstage Jesse, the body Ventura 
um segments in this night and i don't think i listened to a single one of them yeah i i'm so, i'm sorry like my handwriting's really bad so uh yeah jesse ventura said she might have been but she's a bleeding heart liberal and then i got the titus o'neill wwe never gets political refl- replay in my brain <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right so the next match uh women's championship it was ivory versus tory um like i said earlier i i honestly think ivory looked pretty good here yeah pretty good that's what i'll say so about did, that so did tory yeah 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 this match just happened for me i don't have any notes on it yeah i'm honestly it was like i my note was i'm surprised this went as long as it did for the attitude era um i did hear some take it off chance yeah which i was standing by for uh nothing happened though uh and ivory wins and luna vachon came back yeah there was that uh, was that a return i don't know it really seemed like it was a return if we count it as a return, then I need to edit my beer ratings because I got three quarters of a beer. Yeah, so did I. And then I got I all I wrote was Luna Vachon after that. And I forget I forget even who she was mad at. Was it Ivory? Uh yeah, I think yeah. so. So yeah, I would I would call that a return because the the commentary team was was like, Oh, is that Luna Vachon? So it seemed like a return. Okay. Then uh we'll call it one beer then. Yeah. One beer for this match. Um, and then we had another one of these Lion's Den matches. But this time with weapons. Yeah, this time they had weapons at the top of it. It was Ken Shamrock versus Steve Blackman. And I just wanted to get out in front of this and say I'm tired of this feud. Yeah. Very much tired of this feud. Uh, this kind of also just happened for me. Um the like some of the stuff one of the weapons that wasn't at the top but steve blackman just brought with him to the ring he brought some nunchucks yeah nunchucks to the ring ken Ken shamrock stole them and used them yeah and then um one of the weird things was like during the match they said you had to like escape the cage to win the match and then at one point like blackman gets knocked out and then you just hear the bell ring yeah, so Chad's comment on this was, how do you win this match? Because the referee called it before anyone got out, but the commentators made it seem as though you had to exit the ring to win. I was very confused. Yeah, I had it was no very idea. confusing because you're right. You're right. It's like Steve Blackman and Ken Shamrock were fighting. Steve Blackman kind of went down, and then the ref called for the match. Yeah, it was, it was super confusing. Um, but yeah, Ken Shamrock wins two and a half beers. This was kind of the lull. Uh, I think the last four matches, though, are pretty entertaining. Um, so the first one of those four, Test versus Shane McMahon in the battle for, not maybe not four, sort of, for Stephanie McMahon. No, that was exactly what it was. <laughs> Shane, it, Shane wasn't like fighting to like win her over. He was fighting for her, I guess, so that she wouldn't be with Test anymore. And Tess was fighting for her legitimately. Um, but yeah, this was a Greenwich street fight. Um, they showed a bunch in the, in the pre-match promo video where like how test had beat up the mean street posse, the weeks leading up to this and all that stuff. Um, they came out, they, they hobbled out to the ring to support 
their favorite wrestler and Chad's favorite wrestler, Shane McMahon. And they had a, a, a couch ringside that they were able to sit at, which was, you know, good for them because they were quote unquote super hurt. And they most certainly were not hurt. There was a point test throws Shane McMahon into the couch, knocks them all over. And then the, for the rest of the match, they just got involved in the match and they were very clearly not hurt, just no selling their injuries. Mm-hmm. But things I've really enjoyed about this match, tons of unprotected weapon shots. The kendo um, stick shots specifically were like brutal. Kendo stick, the the giant picture frame that mm-hmm. had glass in it. Oh my God, that one was incredible. And then there was a really ugly ref bump on Mike Kyoto here, mm-hmm. which I was very surprised that he's still alive because he fell down and the side of his neck hit the bottom rope as he was falling down. And like you could kind of see like the whiplash from it. It was ugly as shit. And you know what? Big props to Mike Kyoto for still being, I don't know, able to walk after seeing that. Shit, sorry. I, I thought we were still talking about Steve Blackman and Ken Shamrock, even though I remember talking about Test and Shane. The kendo stick shots that I was talking about were during the Steve Blackman-Ken Shamrock match, not during the I Test and this Shane. match had some kendo stick shots, though. Okay, no. never, I don't think so. Not that I remember no. right now. It was it was Shane attacked Test at some point leading up to the match, like yeah. in the weeks prior. That's yeah, what yeah, was. yeah, sorry. So, yeah, I, I forgot that we we had moved on. Um, did okay. we did we say two point five for the last one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I totally zoned out. I don't rem- I don't know why I zoned out, but I did. Um, and then also the Spanish announce table goes down during this match. Uh, test gets put on it. Uh, so I think set up by the Mean Street Posse and te- uh, Shane McMahon does the uh, jump off the top ropes onto the Spanish announce table through the table onto Test. I'll uh. Logan Paul at SummerSlam, sort of like that, but Logan Paul did a frog splash through it and still wasn't enough. Test was still able to win and beat Shane McMahon, uh, mostly because the the Mean Street Posse got taken out by Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. <clears throat> and yeah, Test wins. He's able to able to win over Stephanie McMahon. And this was my highest rated match in the card. Yeah, this this match was insane when it comes to beer ratings. I got you say insane. I I don't know. I got five. I got four point seven five, but I'll take your word for it. Okay, sweet. Um oh. yeah, I got I got five here. <laughs> um <laughs> to go back on what you were saying before of, of Vince or sorry, Shane not fighting for his sister, but to 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 get her away from test. I had a JR quote from this match where he says Stephanie is free at last, King, from the bondage of her brother. So, <laughs> so it's talking about bondage. So apparently that it, that was what he was fighting for. That was something that, yeah, I guess. Wow. I didn't catch that one. And <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to comment anymore on that. We'll just let everyone listening stew on that for a little bit. Um, so and then the next match was uh, the... Tag team championship match, Kane and X Pac versus Undertaker and Big Show. Um, this uh, was accompanied by Paul Bearer. Accompanied by Paul Bearer, uh, looking very sexy according to that sign that said Paul Bearer is sexy. <laughs> um, and this was just three quarters of a Vince McMahon wet dream, other than X Pac. Yeah, 
three big sweaty men here, one sweaty, not very big man, like quite very small man, especially when you compare him to Big Show, Undertaker, and Kane. But, um, you know, X-Pac looked good here. There was, you know, a couple big, big show open hand slaps that we kind of talked about the other week that don't count, obviously, toward the drinking game. Just wanted to throw that out there. And Chad then, wanted to point out that the crowd wooed when Big Show did the open handed chops. So he oh, said, wow. He said Chad the crowd wooed caps. when Big Show did the the his chest chops. So what now? Um, and I'll tell you what now. You die, Chad. Yeah, you died. And then it still don't <laughs> count. <laughs> it's funny um because because of how he died i want to <laughs> a lot of open-handed chops <laughs> <laughs> so i want to point out that uh that a couple weeks ago i said like when we were talking about how we were gonna review like during the last retro pay-per-view i was like SummerSlam 99 isn't that the one where show and taker win the tag titles and, and you were like what and i was right i don't remember that but you know what? If that's what you said, good for you, Joe. Yeah. Even if you did read ahead on the Wikipedia and, you know, just figure that out. I didn't. Beforehand. I didn't. Okay. Okay. Um, I did want to point out here that during this match, uh, JR said he doesn't believe in the Easter Bunny. He did say that. And King, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what part of the match it was. But King was uh, saying that somebody was nervous during this match. And he said, he's more nervous than a pizza going to Paul Bearer. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sexy Paul Bearer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, the only other stuff I had here was uh, one Earl Hebner missed like he missed a very obvious low blow and then saw one and just turned a blind eye to it, which was just. You know, if you're going to be an impartial referee, Earl Hebner, you can't be you can't be like that. That's a, that one. That one was pretty fucked up. Um, and then the other thing being, uh, I just took a note that said Big Show needs to not wear trunks. True. It's just, uh, in my opinion, just the most surface area of skin we've ever seen on a human. And uh, well, except for uh, Roosh's brother a couple weeks ago. Uh, Rush's brother? Yeah, Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor. He had a Dragon Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee, Dragon Lee. Uh some I was listening to that episode today too, and someone said I would I would argue that Big Show has more surface area of skin showing constantly. Yeah, but, but I think it was Chad who, who commented on the fact that Dragon Lee was wearing the smallest trunks he's ever seen on a human being. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. He did say that. Um getting to the end of this though, uh Big Show choke slams. X-Pac. X-Pac kicks out, shows a bunch of heart. Uh, Taker tags himself in and hits a tombstone and we have new tag champs, Undertaker and Big Show. So, with that, I got two and a quarter beers for this match. Two and a quarter, yep. Pretty, I thought it was pretty good. Um, And then we had the penultimate match here, Mr. Ass versus The Rock in a kiss my ass match, apparently. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Ass brings out this in the beginning a a figure we it's 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 a woman who has a giant like i don't know black or like really dark gray sheet over her 
And he brings her out to the ring, pulls the sheet off, and it's, it's just this fat woman, which yeah. I'm sure where a lot of your quotes come from. Chad said, Mr. S brought that lady to the ring under a blanket like she was a troll or something for him to shock the crowd with. That was Chad's comment on that. And then he said, there's a lot of quotes that I can't write down during this because they're not PC and they could get us canceled. He said every bit of King's commentary was not okay and cancelable. <laughs> if I t- if I took down every bad quote, this email would be flagged and it would be pages long. <laughs> well, I got a couple bad quotes from this and I'll just yeah. go ahead and start. One, it was Billy Gunn uh, shoved the rock into said woman's booty and said the rock just put or sorry other vice versa other way around the rock just put Bo- billy gun into that large woman's ass that was jr that was said yep yeah i uh, have one uh jerry lawler said do you think you need a wide angle lens to see all of that on camera yeah i had that one <laughs> uh i got a uh conversation between jr and king king starting by saying you know what they say crack kills and then jr said that ain't no crack. That's the damn Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably my favorite one. That was a good one. Yeah, I had that one written down. Um, the only other one I had, just because I, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to it, be, just because I knew that most of the quotes were going to be bad. Um, just Jerry Lawler saying, do you think she's wearing underwear? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one I had. And then they went into a whole ass conversation about different kinds of underwear yeah different kinds of underwear uh where jr was like stop stop you're gonna make me throw up (laughs) (laughs) yeah holy shit (laughs) and king just kept on naming different kinds of underwear (laughs) so fucking horny both of them it's just (laughs) gross honestly the only other note i had from this was just get billy gunn out of the upper mid card. Yeah. That's all I want to see. He doesn't belong there. Um, the Rock wins this, obviously. And I got two beers for this. Uh, two. Yeah, two beers. All right. Main event time then. Triple Trap match. World Wrestling Federation Championship. Stone Cold Steve Austin, champion. Versus Triple H versus Mankind with Jesse the Body Ventura as special guest referee. Um, during this match, China obviously gets involved a few times. Um, Jesse the Body Ventura, he ejects China during the match. And then also, for some reason, even though this was a triple threat match, got he got like very upset whenever somebody used weapons, even though like, it's no DQ. Yeah. And I'm specifically <laughs> talking about Triple H where there was a point where one where Triple H used, used a chair on Austin's leg and he didn't see it and then turned around. And he was like, did you use that chair? And he's like, no. And then he turns to the crowd. He's like, did he use that chair? And they all cheer. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then just like later in the match, he like watched Triple H use the chair. Luckily, like didn't call a DQ because like, one why would you but like secondly at that point in the match i was kind of expecting him to and just me being really disappointed in this but instead he saw him do it and then triple h goes for the pin and jesse ventura just doesn't count 
Yeah. Just doesn't get on the ground and count. So not, not a very impartial referee here in Jesse Ventura. But at that point, Shane McMahon comes back out to protest. Uh, he catches a Stone Cold Stunner. And eventually, uh, Mankind pins Stone Cold Steve Austin. Very surprising to me. Uh, I don't know. I, it, it's just not very many times. I mean, this is once again a main event in a retro pay-per-view that we see Stone Cold Steve Austin involved in. Um, but one of the few where we don't see him win. And I think, I don't know, I can't think of any other time off the top of my head that we've seen him get pinned. Yeah. But I mean, I, mean, I, I know it's happened. The, I think I think the last one was the quick count with the double special guest referee. Yeah. And we, Shane, we, Shane we also saw it. him lose the title several times during that rock feud where they kept on just swapping the title. Austin? It was between Austin and Rock, right? I think they've only had like they've only had the one match that no one ever really talks about at a lesser pay-per-view and Oh, that's right cuz one of, match. one of the times Rock lost it to Mankind. Yeah, there right. was the the Rock and Mankind trading it a bunch. Yeah, and then there was the time that he lost the title to Kane. But yeah, for a day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mankind so like we said, new World Wrestling Federation champion. And then after the match, Triple H just unloads on Austin with a chair and for pretty much a full beer, uh, which elevated this match to four beers. Yeah. Yeah. Which in the end gives SummerSlam 1999 27.75 beers. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Just, I think, the best retro pay-per-view to date. Uh, like I said, my Microsoft account's pretty fucked up right now, and it's not letting me like edit the beer ratings database, but hopefully by next week or you know a couple weeks from now, I'll have that fixed up <laughs> and possibly have that thing back up to date. But we'll see. We'll see if I actually do it. Who knows? Probably not. Def- probably definitely. I'm going to say probably definitely not by next week. And I would like to say right now, I am incredibly drunk. Right now? Yeah. I'm pretty uh, pretty buzzed. Like to the point where like I've drank so much today that like I'm starting to like get hungover. That's how drunk I am. Well, that means you're not drinking enough if you're already getting hungover. I don't know. I just have a headache. I don't. It's super weird. I'm not sure. Yeah. Sounds like you need to drink more. No, I've been there, dude. The getting yep. a, a hangover before you get sober. It's going to make uh, that place suck a lot tomorrow is what I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. But you know what? That's the sacrifice I'm willing to take for the listeners. The three listeners. The listener. Whoa. All right. Let's get into the weekly recap then, Joe. Um, let's just do big picture stuff here. We'll start with SmackDown. We kind of already talked about a little bit of this. Uh, McAfee doing the play-by-play for the low blow. And he also said that Corbin's money ain't worth a damn because of inflation. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, we had Shinsuke Nakamura beat uh, Ludwig Kaiser. That was a good match. Uh, Liv Morgan does indeed get booed, which I, I even after you told me last week, I still found like, baffling to me i don't know what's going on there but i guess we'll see this weekend or on friday on smackdown like what the fuck is going on with that and they announced the women's tag team tournament 
Yeah. And have the we have the bracket for that. And one of the teams includes uh, Thicky Steamboat, Nikita Lyons, <laughs> and Zoe Stark, which was very interesting to see. Yeah, that's going to be, I guess, cool. Like beforehand, I like it didn't seem like it's it like it just seemed random that those two would be on a team together. And then like they kind of made it seem like they were friends on Tuesday after the fact. Yeah, it it just kind of makes me wonder, like, why would it why would this not be toxic attraction? It It doesn't make any sense. Well, unless they still have plans for toxic on NXT. But still, no, you, you could have plans for a toxic on NXT because Nikki, Nikita and uh, Zoe are not going to win. No, not a chance. Ooh, I, you know what? I just I got to look at the bracket again, actually. But you know what I just thought about is the fact that. Hold on. I'm, I'm thinking that Nikita Lyons. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. What would it take for Nikita Lyons to face Io Shirai? OK, um, Nikita Lyons and. Zoe Stark are going to go to the semifinals or the finals, rather. Mm, who do they face in the first round? In the first round, they face Natalia and Sonia. And then on the other side, like, yeah, so Natalia and Sonia. And then uh, the other, I guess, quarterfinals match is Raquel and Aliyah versus Zaya and Shotzi. So, so probably Raquel and Aaliyah winning that, I would assume. Raquel and Aaliyah winning that. And then I could see Nikita and Zoe winning the next round. Pinning Again, Aaliyah. Uh, pinning Aaliyah. And then Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark versus Dakota Kai and EO Sky. And EO Sky was Zoe Stark's former tag team uh, partner. Whoa, and they won dude. the titles together. So I think the finals are going to be EO Sky and Dakota Kai versus Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. That is honestly like something i had not thought about me neither until just now i kind of thought about like i could see them going far or like in the first round just getting quote-unquote hurt and being replaced by a new team what's the new team sasha and naomi no we talked about this last week dude sasha i know know they're they're the 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 better option i think is what we talked about last week where they like after the the tournament is over and after we crown new champions that's when they come back yeah and i think that's a better option for sure um i see zoe stark and Shirai meeting each other in the in the finals interesting Interesting. calling it calling it now um but on smackdown the biggest news of the night um in the main event slash main event segment it was a roman reigns and drew mcintyre segment slash promo and the big news has nothing to do with them. It has all to do with the return of one Karrion Cross and also Scarlet. Finally with Scarlet. Double, like super sup. Yeah, like 17 times sup. Oh my God. I love Scarlet. She's awesome. And more realistically, it's like she never does anything except support her man. So like it's all about her, her looks. That's why you're saying that. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. Um, but like, this is huge for Karrion Cross. Like, already like thrust into the main event scene. It's just obviously more uh, Triple H creative control taking over sort of things, and uh, a lot of these uh, old faces from NXT showing back up either on NXT or on the main roster. 
that are going to be happening here. All right. It's just, it's just a great time to be a wrestling fan right now. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. Tell us like, this is not your prediction, but tell us what you want to happen at clash in the castle. Now, after the carrying cross return, making it a triple threat. It's well, one, it's not a triple threat yet. Not yet, but if I don't want it to be a triple threat, I don't want, I don't want the internet rumor thing to happen. What's the internet rumor? Uh, triple threat. Two out of three falls. First fall is for one title. Second fall is for the other title or something like that. I didn't. Is it? Oh, that wasn't like I didn't even see that as an internet rumor. Not a rumor, but like a fantasy booking thing. I I texted that to you guys. I I haven't even seen it on the internet. I've seen people talking about it. Oh, really? Yeah. They all stole it for me then. True. Because I texted you guys about it on Saturday morning. Hmm. Well, I, I, I just really don't want that to happen. I don't know. What, no, what, why? I don't want I don't want Carrion to be thrust into that like this quickly. Um, I, I don't know. I I wouldn't mind it, but like I just want the Roman Drew match, I just one on one. I want that. But then Roman wins and the tag team. There, t- sorry, the not tag team titles, but the titles don't get broken up. That's true. But... I want the titles broken up. So the only way I see the titles broken up is is that two out of or two falls matches, two falls match. And so I, I Drew think that, wins one and then Carrion gets pinned by Roman in the other. No, I, I, uh, honestly, my, my dream booking of that is Roman pins Drew on the first fall and then Carrion pins Roman on the second fall. Whoa. And I think that, that like you could, you could even make it like, Carrion attacks Drew like Carrion gets the move on Drew. Roman pulls Carrion off of away from Drew and Roman gets the pin so that like it looks like Drew kind of still looks strong in that. And then you you end the night with Carrion getting the second pin on Roman Reigns, pinning him for the first time in almost 900 days. There's no way. That's, I don't know. That's the booking I I would I would probably sit here and and cheer out loud if I watched Karrion Cross get the get the pin on Roman Reigns right before the show went off the air. That would be insane. It's just insane. It's just I, like because I I don't think that makes Drew McIntyre look that bad, but it keeps one of the titles on Roman Reigns specifically. I think the Universal title on Roman Reigns so that we could just yeah, keep it on. would have to be the universal staying on Roman. Yeah, so the first fall is for the universal championship and then the second title is for the WWE championship. Karrion Cross takes the WWE championship back to Raw. Drew goes for a rematch against Roman at some later date. Uh I think Extreme Rules is the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Premium live event. Yeah. I think well, that could definitely be a thing. I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see for SmackDown which by the time this comes out we will we might already know what's going on with this so i don't think we're actually going to get a two falls match but that's my dream booking i don't either i think i i think and i, I i'm going to stick with it i i kind of just hope it stays like a one-on-one match i hope the titles get split up somehow i do too eventually but not eventually i, I want it I now and i i, don't I, I heard that usa network also wants it now well yeah obviously they do because that roman's almost never on raw yeah he is on raw sometimes but like way less than smackdown and he's not on SmackDown that often. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rampage slash Battle of the Belts stuff. Um, 
I didn't watch Battle of the Belts. At I all. didn't either because my DVR didn't record it, but I did look at the the results from that. Apparently, um, a lot of people didn't watch Battle of the Belts. By the way, they only drew oh, like five hundred thousand people. That's I feel like that's a lot. That's not it. Like comparative to the the last two Battle of the Belts. Really? Okay. Um, it did sound like Claudio versus uh, Takeshita was really good, though. So I will give them props for that, even though I didn't watch it. Um, and then Rampage, uh, only stuff. Let's see. Uh, Moxley fought this dude, uh, something Nance. Uh, I don't know. Some guy I never heard of and some guy I don't care about because AEW does this thing where like they introduce you know, here's this guy. He's in an, a, a title eliminator match, which is a fucking championship contender match. That sure, whatever the fuck. I hate those. But why is this like random dude getting a championship contender match against John Moxley? That I I just don't even know who this this dude is. Oh, it's Man- Mance Warner. That's what his name was. Mance Warner. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of that stuff. They just kind of expect like the fans to look up all this stuff when instead they could just introduce the new person with a solid video package, but they just choose not to. I just I like the thing that bothers me about like mocks going up against these people is like AEW is built around the rating system. And then it seems like the rating system doesn't matter when it's Mox is an interim champ. It's like, yeah, somebody with. No win loss record could go up against Moxley because that's what Moxley wants. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, either way, uh, I had a sign for Rampage. It said hard 24 7. Thought that was funny. Hmm. Uh, and then Madison Rain debuted. And uh, I said very fun street fight main event. I don't even remember what that was. So clearly it wasn't that fun because it's, I don't even remember what the match was. But. It was uh, Tony Nice and Josh Woods versus Swerve in Our Glory. Oh, yeah. That one, it was fun. That one was fun. That's why I wrote that. That's why I wrote that it was fun, even though I couldn't remember what the match was. Swerve in <laughs> Our Glory, they're doing, they're doing pretty damn good right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rampage was Rampage. Uh, Raw, though, I have tons of notes for Raw. Uh, first of all, the... Um, oh, Raw was when they announced the women's tag title bracket of the yeah. tournament. Sorry, I got a little ahead of myself there. Uh, so we are already talked about that. And then we made another match for Clash at the Castle. It's a six-woman tag team match. It's Bailey's group versus Bianca, Asuka, and uh, Alexa. Like I think we I expected. called this. Yeah, like we expected last week. Um, very wholesome heartwarming moment when Oscar like Bianca's music hits and Oscar just starts dancing to it. That was fucking hilarious. And one thing I did notice, like the, the, the six women got in a brawl and every time like a brawl has happened or even the tag team match. No, actually I don't think they've had a tag team match yet, but um, it's very obvious that like whenever they're going at this in this brawl type scenario uh, or like even like lining up face to face, Asuka and Io Shirai are not lining up or going at it in the brawls, which means Triple H has something planned, like a big match plan for those two. Yeah. And he's saving it, which I love. Yeah, it's going to be good. So like one thing I thought about this week with Bailey 
Uh, so you know how we've always said that that like Dan- Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, uh, like he's always looked out for the younger talent and has always like tried to put over younger talent. Mm-hmm. I think that's Bailey in the women's division. So. I mean, Bailey's just an all timer. Yeah. So awesome. uh, like aside aside from Bailey, like forming this faction with. One, Io Shirai, who was on her way out of the company, and Dakota Kai, who actually got released by the company. Like, she's, if you if you follow her on Instagram, she's like always posting stuff about her being at the performance center, talking about how good younger talent is. And I think that, that Bailey is like very, very much the, the Daniel Bryan of the performance center. Yeah. I mean, like, she was putting over women's wrestlers like years ago when she first got brought up. Like, she was putting over Dakota Kai. On while she was on NXT, like six years ago, when Bailey got called up to the main roster, like it was like she's been doing this for a long time. I completely agree. Like she's awesome. Also, I, yeah, just like sup, Bailey. <laughs> yeah. So I I think that I I like I respect Bailey a lot outside of the ring because it seems like she cares about the progression of the of the women's division aside from just elevating herself, which I don't feel that way about Charlotte Flair or Sasha Banks necessarily mm, agreed uh let's see moving on moving on moving on kevin owens joe kevin owens is back back yeah. in a big way uh it seems like the push is happening kevin owens and his apron power bomber back and the apron power bomb is super over again and it just destroyed ezekiel uh on monday the match had to be stopped because of it yeah and, and then he cut that promo backstage yeah, I mean Kevin Owens is back, dude. Yeah. Well, and also during Kevin Owens' promo backstage, there was a, a car accident in the back. Yeah, shit just got weird on Raw. There was a car accident. There was security rushing to something, and uh, <coughs> we didn't. Raw, we just... Raw was basically a show like if you didn't watch it with a detailed eye, you missed a lot of shit. The, yeah, it was. It was like an episode of NXT, like original nxt at full sale university there's like shit happening backstage that you just have to like you don't get payoff for until the end of the episode yeah like you you had to pay attention the car wreck backstage um bliss and uh oscar did a, a backstage promo later where you could still see the, the the car that was wrecked earlier uh getting pulled up on a tow truck and then as that was happening a bunch of security run by and like the promo ended really awkwardly and then the show ended uh during the aj styles and uh somebody match the miz uh in a very good match in the main event after the match you could see somebody in the crowd uh kind of getting wrestled down by security and they get pulled away while they were wearing a hood the hood gets pulled down and joe it's dexter loomis which we can talk about it now. This is now twice in this week where there's been reports online saying WWE is interested in like the report is just WWE is interested in bringing so-and-so back and so-and-so being carrying Cross and Dexter Loomis. And on the same day that those reports come out, they are on that show returning. Yeah. I just want to say, I like, I, I dread the fact that, that, raw and smackdown are four days apart like all i want right now is to watch raw and smackdown yeah 
and it's and, must watch it's must see tv right now yeah it, it's it's literally the thing i'm looking forward to the most is to see what triple h does next and like the fact that there are three non like sorry only one non-wrestling day but three non-raw smackdown days in between is just like each of those days i'm waiting for the next show to come on yeah it's just which is in like insane considering the fact that raw and smackdown have been pretty consistently the number three and four show rampage aside we, we like we don't talk about rampage or bruno uh <laughs> like it, it's insane that that's the show that i'm i'm like those are the two shows that i'm waiting to see because something crazy is going to happen yeah i mean i mean i think like very instantly after triple h took over like raw and smackdown are 1a 1b and dynamites 2 now Honestly, dynamites 2 wow nxt is okay. not it's it's not as it's not better than dynamite no i don't i don't think so either not not every week i some, i think some, I, honestly, sometimes nxt like, is better i'd make an argument for like there to be like a 1a 1b 1c but like at that point it's just like why don't you just rank them you fucking pussy uh and it's it's really tough to do like to rank raw smackdown and dynamite right now because they're all really fucking good and it's like i said it's it's a great time to be a wrestling fan right now everything's popping off at the same time crazy shit's happening we have competition competition that basically acknowledges the other competition yeah, uh, on both sides like like that's that's not to say that nxt is not not delivering a quality quality program because it is yeah not uh, i will not, i will say it is have, it's definitely developmental yeah it it, it definitely is I I will say right now I did not enjoy the first hour of NXT this week, but the second hour was pretty fucking good. And next week I think is gonna heat wave. Yeah, I think next week's NXT is going to be no, that's not even fair. No, it's not a fair comparison. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say like AEW beat NXT this week because yeah, I think I think they do every week. I like I, I honestly think that some weeks NXT is better than Dynamite during those low periods. Oh, you mean like just like personal? I thought you were talking about ratings. No, not not ratings wise. Just like like actual like I enjoy this show for this reason. Or yeah, this yeah season, OK, this reason. But like, obviously, Dynamite was fucking awesome this week. And we're going to get to that real soon. And like, I think NXT is going to be really good next week. But I still yep. don't think it could beat Dynamite because of what's happening on Dynamite right now. Well, yeah, Dynamite also just out of the blue made themselves have a special show next week. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Some other smaller things on Raw, um, Judgment Day and uh, the Mysterios and stuff. Um. The internet was very upset that the What chant is still a thing. Yeah, uh, they were they were getting Damian Priest pretty good with the what chant, and then also Rhea Ripley just beat the shit out of Dominic again, which I am here for every single week. Continue, Rhea, please. Sup? And I think that's really it that I care about on Raw. You didn't talk about Tommaso Ciampa at all. Oh, Tommaso Ciampa! Damn it! Yep, it's right there. It's right there in my notes. Um, I mean. There, there were points in the match. Tommaso Ciampa, Bobby Lashley, United States Championship. Multiple points in the match where I thought Tommaso Ciampa was about to be the United States Champion. And I was going to be so me, happy about it. It got me so good. I was going to be so happy about it. But, but realistically, like, 
Raw in general, like the matches on the show were good. We got Chad Gable yeah. versus Dolph Ziggler, which is yeah, like the internet went crazy over that match. Said it was it, the best match of the week. It was awesome. So good. It was like like Greco Roman wrestler versus Greco Roman wrestler. And like Dolph Ziggler usually doesn't rely on his Greco Roman Roman Greco Greco Roman Greco Roman. Yeah, I was right. He doesn't normally rely on his Greco Roman background, but like when he gets in the match with a or when he gets in in the ring with a with like a technical wrestler like that, he just delivers in a totally different way. Yeah. And then obviously you already talked about it, Miz and AJ Styles in a no DQ match. That match like, was so good. Like, yeah, we, we had three matches that were just really fucking good, which is more than you could normally ask for on Raw. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, four, because I didn't talk about it, but Angelo Dawkins and Seth Rollins had a match this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Angelo Dawkins continues to surprise me. Yeah. L- last week, like, uh, last week, I said, like, they're teasing a. They're teasing a breakup between Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. And I said something stupid. I said, if Montez Ford gets a single push, singles push, I don't know what happens to Angelo Dawkins. But Angelo Dawkins this week was fucking great. He's been really great. Yeah. In like the last, like, I remember when Chad and I, oh, man, they're both really it good. Make me cry. It made me cry thinking about Chad. Um, when we went to Raw. <laughs> the that raw that we went to and it was was it was the first time i was like damn dude because like i feel like i've always known like montez ford is the one out of the street profits you know yeah angelo dawkins that night seeing him live seeing the things that he could do in the ring surprised the shit out of me and ever since then he's been doing the same things yeah and and he's gotten in like really good shape too it's been great to watch and I mean, like, yeah, held his own against Seth Rollins. I would say more than held his own. It, that it, that it was, body bump onto like match. towards Seth Rollins from from Angelo, where he like like basically chest bumped him and threw him ten feet. Like, yeah, like Angelo Dawkins is just a big man that knows Dude. how to use his body. Absolutely. Oh my god. It, it's just making me so excited. Both of them are, I, are so good. And I like, can't I can't wait to watch Smackdown tomorrow. Yeah, me neither. Slash two days ago when you everyone hears this. Oh, it's going to be so good. Just being a wrestling fan just makes me smile right now. It's it, all these all these normal people who don't watch wrestling and just watch other things that aren't wrestling. They yes. don't know what they're missing out on. Yeah. Enjoy your law and order SVU nerds. <laughs> I watch a little bit of Chicago PD every week. Right, right, right <laughs> before last, Raw. The last right, two minutes before Raw comes last, on. Raw and NXT come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of those nights SVU is on. Oh. And, uh, and then on Friday, uh, Family Feud is on right before. Oh, it is? I don't yeah. think I. Most of the times I watch SmackDown on recording just because it's on a Friday. Yeah, I'm dude, you should turn that shit on, on at 730 night. so you could watch the entire episode. Dude. Good evening. I'm your man, Steve Harvey. Welcome to the family. (laughs) (laughs) I love Steve Harvey. Dude, talk about a guy that is just like, I don't know. Is is Steve Harvey one of the best, if not the best, game show hosts of all time? Uh, Yeah, he's the Pat McAfee of game show hosts. He is the Pat McAfee. He he comes in, you you didn't expect a lot from him, and then he just over delivers every week. It's tough to say goat with 
you know, like Bob, Bob Barker, Barker, Alex Trebek out there. Howie, Man- Howie Mandel. No, no. just kidding. <laughs> no. I thought you were going to say like Jeff Foxworthy for Are no. You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader. That'd be a good one too. <laughs> but no, like I-, I think Trebek and Bob Barker up there as like the goats of uh, game show hosts. And I think Steve Harvey might be number three. Yeah, that that's exactly it. It's like, like JR is the goat of, of commentary, like regardless. But then, yeah. you're, then like Pat McAfee comes on your screen and he just like yells till there's no tomorrow and like he just makes you smile yeah he dances on the screen to shinsuke nakamura's theme and you're like oh my god i love him like jr is the goat but he he never danced on the table no (laughs) he was just and that's steve harvey for me dude excellent analogy excellent analogy oh my god yeah just a great time to be a wrestling fan um all right let's get into nxt uh I, I gotta say, Joe. I like I said earlier, I was not impressed by the first hour of NXT. Yeah, it wasn't great. But once we started the Roderick Strong and Apollo Cruz match, that from was, there on, did you catch? I was very impressed. Did you catch that that weird little thing uh, when Apollo Cruz was walking to the ring? It like showed like a a kind of dark scene, and then he like shook his head like like that's what was in his brain. Like he was going to take a darker turn. No, got to be honest, was not paying that much attention. Oh, yeah. It was like it was like there was something going on in his brain that was like a darker scene. And then he like tried to shake it off like it wasn't happening. And I was like, oh, that's super weird. New character for Apollo Crews, question mark. Well, I mean, for one, like I can't think of anything that like would have caused that. So like if that's going to be a thing, it's super random. And I'm not a like. I'm not a big fan of like just super random character changes happening like that. I don't know. Well, Apollo Crews has never really been one for having a character, having a character, period, except yeah. for when he did the Nigerian Prince thing, which some could argue was not that much of a character anyways. No, it, it sucked. The job he did with it. Yeah, it wasn't very good. But also like the there's actual story behind Apollo Crews right now of him being the, the wedge between uh, Diamond Mine right now. Yeah, so the, the, the Creeds were watching film backstage and uh, Roddy was really upset that they didn't come out to support him during his match. They were like, yeah, how's it feel, motherfucker? And honestly, it kind of seems like Julius Creed might go up against Roderick Strong next week at uh, Heat Wave. They didn't announce it or anything, I don't think, but that might, that might be the case. Yeah. So yeah, we might finally be getting our breakup. And I remember the main event being Cora Jade and Zoe Stark, but I don't remember the match that happened in between there. Oh, wait. No, I still don't remember. I remember it being good. Which one? Oh, Pretty Deadly and um, yeah, oh, yeah, the and Anafi. Yeah. Just, yes, boy. Yeah. Pretty Deadly wins. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Best tag team in NXT. Sorry, Creed's, but it's true. It's damn true. That was like really the only stuff that surprised me or not surprised me, but like that was good from NXT, in my opinion. Like the other stuff, like Thea Hale had her first match. Sure. That was really bad. It was not good. Um, Andre Chase in his segment with that was very good, though. Like freaking out at girl with black eye that I don't remember her name. Marcel. You're Bar- about to say Marcel Bartel. 
No, no it it's like, like it's, Adriana Grace or something. Yeah, like that. it's it's that it's uh, Ariana Grace. Ariana Grace. It's uh, what's what's his name's daughter? Uh, the Rock. Santino Marilla. <laughs> Is it the Rock's daughter? No, it's Santino Marilla. Yeah, I know. It was a joke. It was a funny joke. Thank you, but I don't have anything else for NXT. Uh, I don't either. It was an alright show, but only yeah. half of it, realistically. Yeah. Um. All right. It's going to dynamite then uh, quake at the lake. Dumbest fucking name for a show. They but need to show. get rid of this. They need to get rid of this name. Uh, but yeah, very good show. The first match, dude, this coffin match between Darby and Brody King. Uh, I think it took approximately 30 seconds for there to be blood. And my God, there was a ton of blood gushing out of brody king's head yeah with, it was the it was the the skateboard with the thumbtacks on it yeah i i'm pretty sure like darby just took the skateboard put it on brody king's face and just like scraped it like in like almost immediately into the match and just immediate blood and just so much of it holy shit dude there was so much blood yes yeah. as, as somebody who doesn't care for blood just for there to be blood like I think the match was was good without that. Yeah, tell me how you really feel about John Moxley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For as someone that bleeds just because. Yeah, no, he's. I I said it last week. He spent too much time in GCW. <laughs> he, he he does. He, I can't think of the last match that he had where he didn't bleed. Yeah, he, like literally, you could chest chop him, and and we 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 said it before, but you could chest chop him, and his eyebrow would bust open. <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little drop kick <laughs> oh my god uh the, but this coffin match probably one of the highlights of the night yeah the, it uh, ended really weird though it was so so a, I thought a, the ending was really good i thought it was too but it was uh so brody king wears a chain to the mat to the ring when he comes out and darby allen chokes him out with the chain and then as soon as he lets go of the chain darby allen or sorry uh brody king like tumbles into the into the coffin and the coffin closes itself. Yeah, just by it, momentum. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought I thought that was really good aim by Darby Allen. Yeah, he, but, uh, he totally aimed it. It totally wasn't anything else. Yeah, wrestling is real. <laughs> Aside from that, like uh, there was a point in the match where Mal where Buddy Matthews comes out and he is going to open up the coffin to try and help Brody King get. Darby Allen into the coffin, and when Matt, Buddy Matthews, nope, Buddy Matthews. Oh yeah, Buddy Matthews. I was right. When Buddy Matthews opens it, opens it up. Sting is there, and it's Sting, and he's got the black eye from the Black Mist, dude. Um, I think I talked to you and Chad about this uh, weeks ago, maybe a month ago, but Alex talk to me about his like his theory behind anyone that's ever been sprayed by the black mist a sting starting to show it like the black mist taking an effect on him yeah where it affected his face paint this week um miro also the other person that has not joined the house of black that is part that has been misted in the face or had mm-hmm. like because like the other people like julia hart joined uh penta got misted uh, and turned into Penta Oscuro. But now he's now he's Penta Sierra Mieta again. Either way, it happened. 
pack had all that stuff happen to him with the eye patch mm-hmm. um miro his backstage promo this week like very apparent something weird's going Who on was there. the girl that walked up to him julia hart okay oh yeah you're right you're right i was uh i was cooking during that so yeah and he said that only she he said that she's not allowed to touch him yeah <laughs> Be- because lana can go and touch anybody but if if anyone touches him it's not okay yeah lana can go have sex with bobby lashley in a hotel room but there god some... forbid god forbid julia hart touches miro on the face yeah <laughs> oh shit well yeah like uh, that that opening coffin match incredible i thought it was a lot of fun um i think one of the next things was so so we did have the match the tag team match Andrade and Roosh versus the Lucha Bros. That was um, really good. It was so good. The only complaint I have, like, I don't know if it's the Lucha Bros or if it's Tony Khan, but, like, can we stop having Lucha Bro matches where somebody's mask gets ripped off their face? Oh, yeah. I'm very, I'm getting very tired of it. And, like, I'm not Mexican and what it's start yeah i know right and it's like i know that's like super big for them and it's just like we should not be doing that every time that there's a luch door in the ring yeah and we've done it before with like uh with ray mysterio as well with the ripping of the mask and stuff like that but that that's like kind of a one and done and this one is like a every single time the lucha bros get in the ring it's we got to get their mask off. Yeah. And it's always Penta. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know stuff like that. It needs to be a huge moment because it's, it's so sacred and special. It can't just be like a once a week thing. where like, Oh, yep. Penta got his mask ripped off again. I don't know. (sighs) Just a, just a complaint for me. Um, Let me see another complaint. Uh, can Anna Jay just stop choking out people in the backstage and just kind of stand there and yeah, just choke look, me out and just and just look like Anna Jay? Yeah, that too, <laughs> Joe. Yeah, sure. That's another way to put it. I was I was gonna say, can she stop doing that and just stand there and look like Anna Jay? That'd be cool too. Um, but yeah, Joe, if you want her to choke you out, I'm pretty sure she could cringely say to yeah. you and, and to your face, "Yeah, I'll choke you, I'll choke you out." And, and then, then choke I'll choke you out. you out. And then I'll choke you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. It's so cringy. Yeah, she's so good looking. Oh, dude. Jungle Boy's lucky, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Christian's right. <laughs> I'm glad his dad is dead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dude, you can't say that. I don't think you can say that. No, you can't say that. Definitely not. Not about Matthew Perry. <laughs> all right what else what else did you have for dynamite uh the main event uh oh, i had something before that there's a big topic here joe there's a trios tournament that's starting next week yeah oh and yeah a, the the hung bucks thing the hung bucks are which, not reuniting dude which goes young, along with you were so convinced that the hung bucks were going to be in the tournament and i said i don't know i don't i don't really see it happening well, I mean, Joe, who could be the Young Bucks partner at this point? Only Kenny. It really can only be Kenny. I like. I can't think of a single person unless they brought someone from fucking New Japan along with them. 
Like if that happens, Jay I'm White. gonna be so fucking upset. No, even if it's Jay White, I'm gonna be upset. I am holding out all hope for Kenny Omega. And if it's not Kenny Omega, it's bust. Like uh, I'll be upset. It, it doesn't matter who it is. Adrenaline if it's not Kenny Omega. In my soul. Nope. Even that. <laughs> I would actually be mad about that because I like him in WWE. Yeah. I, I didn't like him in AEW. Yeah. Uh, the the other big thing that's super weird to me, and I, I assume this is because of injury, but like the trios tournament gets announced and the whole Young Bucks not having partners thing is because the Undisputed uh, Era portion of the Elite turned on them. They're not even in the fucking tournament. Not yet. I assume because of injury. They didn't They didn't actually do a bracket. Yeah, they did. did There's they? a bracket. Oh, is there? Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I didn't see it. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, talk about something else real quick, and I'll find it. Main yeah, event. Talk about so, the so, no. So, like, something. Young Bucks are, are backstage, and, oh, I got and it. Adam Page is, is hanging out with his boys, and Young Bucks ask him, hey, will you be our, our partner in the trios tournament? And Adam Page says, no, I won't be your partner, because these, these, these buddies of mine, uh, what's their names again? The Dark Order. The Dark Order. Yeah, see, the Dark Order just doesn't matter to me. He's like, these buddies of mine, the Dark Order, they've been with me since I've won the championship. Uh, so I can't go against them. So I'm just going to be in their corner supporting them. And the Young Bucks are like, I understand, but I'm I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, that's uh, actually a perfect way to put that. Yeah, so the, the Young Bucks are still without a partner, even though we all thought that Young Bucks were going to tag with Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page. So I have Go the ahead. bracket pulled up on the left side, just moving down. It's an eight team tournament. So the first one of the matchups is Death Triangle versus Will Ospreay and Aussie Open. Ooh, this could all be fake, by the way. But I'm, oh, wait, no, the Young Bucks. I'm quite literally looking at a picture that the Young Bucks tweeted. Um, so I think this is real because <laughs> uh, I honestly don't remember seeing this on Dynamite, but. I saw it a bunch on Wednesday on Twitter. Uh, the other match on that side of the bracket, Andrade El Idolo, Dragon Lee, and Roosh versus the Young Bucks in question mark. Ooh. If that's Kenny, that's going to be a hell of a match. Fucking awesome match. Well, you got to think about the ring rust. Yeah. Kenny Omega with ring rust is still better than 90% of any roster. Yeah, it'll still be incredible. Um, and then on the other side, we have the House of Black versus the Dark Order. House of Black obviously wins that one. Yeah, and the Trust Busters versus Best Friends. Ooh, wait. He, like, obviously we want it to be Kenny Omega, but if the Dark Order versus the... the Trust Busters. The, no, Dark Order versus... You said it was Dark Order versus the House of Black. Oh, yeah, House of Black, sorry. If Dark Order versus House of Black happens first... And obviously, Bucks, House of Black the Bucks wins. matches next week. Oh, when is the House of Black? And they haven't announced like any other ones. Okay. We just know that Andrade Family Office versus it's the not Young Andrade Bucks. Family Office anymore. Andrade and his goons. Oh, uh, look, no, the the Faccionis de yep. El Faccion de Ingrabinables. Obliganos. Uh, uh, yep, that one. They're facing the young bucks versus question mark next week oh. on dynamite 
Interesting. Kenny Omega has got to come back then. It has to happen, dude. And they're um, they're advertising the show along with the new Game of Thrones show. Oh like, yeah, the, they're like, advertising it as a big show. Whoa, you think it's going to be Paul White? <laughs> no, I meant like important show. Yeah, no, I it's it, there's also a two out of three falls match with Daniel Garcia and Daniel or Brian Danielson. Yeah, that's going to be good too. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Oh man, I'm main so event. excited for that. Yeah, I was gonna say what else for Dynamite main event. Uh, the AEW Championship slash Interim World Championship. John Moxley versus Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. I mean, Moxley brings it most times, especially now after rehab. Chris Jericho fucking brought it. The Lionheart Chris Jericho tapped into his younger self, and this was awesome. This yeah. was so good. I just want to say, no spoilers just yet, but they played hard on the on the interim championship champion, not calling himself the interim champion, like super hard tonight or Wednesday night. And I didn't pick up on it at all. It's like the commentary team kept on calling him interim. And William Regal was like, no, he's the AEW champion. And then Chris Jericho said he's going to win the AEW championship and Moxley was like I'm not the interim champ. I'm the, I'm the champ. I don't know how I didn't pick up on the 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 end of the. I didn't either. It was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> because after a hell of a match with a hell of a lot of blood and Chris Jericho tearing the the earring out of Moxley's ear, dude. Oh gross. my god, that was so gross. So gross. Did you see his ear? Yeah. No. Not like an aftermath one, but like a during, like right after the match one. Uh, oh yeah, I saw it during the match and after the match, but I didn't see a, a photo. I afterwards. haven't seen an aftermath one, and I don't think we're going to because Moxley's not really on social media. But yeah, but it after was disgusting, after a hell of a match, we heard some music play. Mm, the BBC? Nope. The Jazz? Nope. Kenny Omega? Nope. Who was it? It was CM Punk, dude. Cult of Personality. Dude, it was CM Punk. I was joking. I, I knew that. Yeah, you I, knew I, I legitimately watched Dynamite. I'm, I'm actually fucking around. Yeah, it, it like... It CM Punk's back. Super fucking surprised me because CM Punk got surgery on his foot and he hasn't been gone for that long. That's yeah, sh- like, I mean, it's been, it's been two months, I think. Yeah, but I expected, like, surgery. Like, I ex- like what I expected was, was it was an actual, like, fucking muscle and bone injury, which I, I just, in my mind made up that it was going to be a six month return time wow are you a doctor no i just said uh, like, yeah i guess clearly uh, not because he came back way before you thought he was well yeah could, well and we also never got the specifics of his injury but he said right. it was his foot and slash ankle and there 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 are two things it's either one the injury wasn't as bad as we thought it was or two he's wrestling and he's not completely ready and i would like I mean, he hasn't wrestled yet, so he he might just be still. But, but he's going to wrestle in two weeks. He's going to wrestle it all out. Yeah, is that in two weeks? Three no, weeks. No, three weeks. Yeah, I okay. don't. I like AEW plays it pretty loose on the injury train. I think that's a good thing. I think it's, it's a good. It it's a good it, thing until someone gets hurt worse. Well, no, I don't. I don't think they. Oh, oh you mean like loose as in like they still. Like they come back from injury, not fully healed. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant loose as in like 
they don't give any like specific timetables and stuff. So it makes it hard for the fans and the insiders to predict when people no, are coming. No, back. that that's that's not what I'm talking about. Because I think they do that too. Like like the fact that Danielson's back already is kind of concerning. Like everyone kind of talks about the the concussion thing. Like WWE is in the wrong for for being really cautious about the concussions, but they had a huge lawsuit against them with the whole Benoit thing. Yeah, like head injuries are not a fucking joke, and like I, I know I know I kind of brought that to a totally different aspect, but that just shows that that like AEW might not be cautious enough with injuries. No, not at all, <laughs> not at all. But I hope that we're wrong about this one and that CM Punk is ready. Yeah, I, I hope also so too. hope that if and when Kenny returns next week, that he's healthy. Yeah, I mean, he's been gone for a year, so almost a year. But yeah, at all out, it will be a year, right? No, he his last match was against Hangman at Full Gear. Oh, it was at Full Gear. Yeah, yeah, we're only at like uh, mid to high 200 days right now. Yeah, I guess you're right. Kenny Omega. I thought it was all out, but you're right, because I went to the I went to the first show that Hangman was the champ at the first Dynamite. Hangman was the champ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was in like October or November. Yeah, yeah. I remember that because they did like the hometown celebration thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good times. Um, But yeah, CM Punk comes back. CM Punk versus Moxley at All Out seems to be the place we're going with that, which I'm all for. It's going to be a good match. Moxley flips off CM Punk at the end. And, you know, we close out Dynamite, a very good Dynamite and a, a fucking excellent week of wrestling. It is going to... It's, and I, it's gonna it's gonna get even better, Joe. I think we, so. I we haven't even reached the peak of like what we are looking at here. Like the zenith. That also that I know what that means. <laughs> Does it mean peak? It's the peak. Okay. Yeah. So exactly what I said, but smarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Let's close out here. Next week, uh, we've got more retro pay per view rate uh, beer ratings. Uh, the next pay-per-view after SummerSlam 1999 was Unforgiven 1999. Can WWF of 1999 keep the streak going of really good pay-per-views? We will see. Also next week, like you said, uh, the Trios Tag Tournament kicks off on AEW. They have their like sponsored show with the new Game of Thrones show. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe Kenny's back, hopefully. Um, Smackdown happened two days ago. We'll talk about that next week because obviously we haven't watched it yet because it's Thursday. Raw still going to be good, hopefully. And NXT has NXT Heat Wave. Wrestling's cranking up. It's it's getting incredible every week. And my God, everything's just everything's looking up for us. It's awesome, Joe. I'm excited. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe, and we'll catch you on down the road. I was thinking